Welcome to Why Though. We're your hosts, Tiffany Bloom and Ashley Abercrombie. We land somewhere in between Mother Teresa and Biggie Smalls, and we're just wondering, why though? We all have questions, from our existential crisis curiosities to our, hey girl, why your eyebrows look so good though? And we want to tackle all of those questions with you. Welcome back to Why Though. It is your girl, Tiffany Bloom. Abercrombie is still on that mat leave. And so, standing in her place is the one, is the only, is the refined woman, Kat <laughs> Harris. Say hello to the people, Kat. What is up? Hey, Tiffany. How's it going? And also, um, it's, it's very intimidating to be stepping into the Ashley Abercrombie's shoes. You should you should feel intimidated. <laughs> very intimidated. She is a tall drink of water. You should she feel really intimidated. <laughs> that girl, I mean, I feel like I should, I don't know. I owe that girl a lot because how much i am voice memoing her on her phone poor thing i I just i just owe her a lot (laughs) (laughs) you know what uh when i think of voice memos back and forth to her that is the main uh, mode of our communication and a couple days ago voice memo stopped working for me and i was like okay this (gasps) nope can't do this don't know how to do this how do i operate how do i live my life it's not gonna work it's not great yes that happened with me with the app voxer that you and i voice memo on all of a sudden it was like um I was recording messages and they weren't recording and sending. And I literally, I was that girl that was like rebuking the demons out of my phone and laid my (laughs) hands on my phone and was like, not today, not today, Satan. Not today. Kat, tell the beautiful people of why though a little bit about yourself. Yeah. My name is Kat Harris. I am a New York City based. Oh my gosh. What do I even say? I have a podcast called The Refined Collective Podcast. I have a blog called The Refined Woman. I... I'm coming out with my first book in a couple months called Sexless in the City. And it's all about being a single woman in New York, a woman who loves God, who is choosing to not have sex until marriage and just navigating through the struggle fest that is modern dating and and asking really hard questions. So over, over on The Refined Woman, on my Instagram, on the podcast, I think more and more, Tiffany, I'm realizing that I am just... Uh, I'm just a girl that asks really hard questions. And so Mm -hmm. when there are hard moments, I am just constantly, this is why I love you and Ashley, because I'm asking why though? Right? Why? And where is God in these spaces? And how did we get here? And what's God's heart for redemption? Um, So I'm over, over on my little corner of the internet, just ruffling feathers, asking hard questions, and really trying to encourage women of faith in their, uh, in their journey through singleness. And she's also a social media maven. This woman has more fun on Instagram than anyone else I've ever met. <laughs> my favorite is a view at the Museum of Ice Cream, jumping into the sprinkles, and you turned it into a yeah. gif. It's pretty, it's pretty great. It's pretty great. You know, Were you we're wearing gonna a fanny pack to, in that picture? No. Was there a I'm fanny? not wearing a fanny pack in that picture, although the fanny pack is probably the best thing that happened to me in COVID. I <laughs> got an $8 fanny pack off Amazon. And the other night, I was about to go to bed or about to like change into my pajamas. And I realized that I had had my fanny pack on for who knows how long, maybe 12 <laughs> hours. I, I didn't even realize that it was still on. 
but I just, I'm like, it's totally functional. Like, I feel like I'm my dad who's like, well, Tevas are great because it's a sandal <laughs> and it's a shoe. <laughs> I'm like, okay. okay, real talk Not though, those person. fanny packs are having a moment and we all know it. If they're on an end cap they at Target, it, they've arrived. They've made it. If they can get through that, the buyers at Target, then it's, their day has come. Okay, to all of that our British so listeners, true. which there are many of you, <laughs> we apologize. Please do not report us for using the word fanny pack. Um, we know oh, you call yeah. them a bum bag, and fanny pack is outrageously offensive and a dirty word. So if you could just <laughs> forgive us for this one two-minute segment while we talk about fanny packs, we'd be greatly appreciated. Feel free to turn this down if your kids are in the car. Take it away, Kate. Let's Cat. Oh, gosh, Kate. Cat. Kelsey, I have so many Ks in my life that I'm like, oh, man, can't call you guys any alliteration with K because it could get real, real dicey real fast. So, <clears throat> Kat, yes. besides the fanny pack, which, okay, uh, one more thing I need to add about the fanny pack. Yes, let's talk about I it. I was walking the neighborhood and all the cool moms, like all of them, they were all in, all in their Lulu and they all had fanny packs. Okay, but can we talk about were they wearing it over like a, their shoulders? Like people are, it's I don't even, they're wearing it they're snapping it like where you would snap a seatbelt and yeah, I'm that's like, a european thing my husband has that he okay. has a bag like that okay so that because i feel like the cool kids have the fanny pack that's like over their shoulder mm-hmm. and i'm just like shoulder bag if it yeah. ain't broke don't fix it it's going around my waist <laughs> <laughs> my husband he a couple years we got one for him over the shoulder we had we were in france and everywhere we went men had those over the shoulder bags and he's like um yes please he's like man i could have my hand sanitizer and my wallet and everything just right there that's great so he wears it all the time and he always people stop him everywhere like hey where'd you get that i need one so he's he's for it i mean it's coming clutch like i was hoping for some mixed nuts one day when we were out and in the bout and he just whipped him out no problem and i'm like this is the best thing he's like my soccer mom with his little (laughs) shoulder fanny bag diaper diaper bag on the go it's a diaper bag. It's like a mini diaper bag. I'm also yes. anti-purse. I put every I put my phone in one pocket and my keys in another and I never carry a wallet cuz I use Apple Pay. So oh. I am yeah, I use Apple Pay everywhere. So I never have my wallet on me. And I'm like, "Oh, when you don't carry a purse, you don't have the things you need." So I think I might I think I might give in to the fanny pack. I'm just you saying. No, I'm just saying you should pray about it. Just, I should you know, <laughs> you just add that Take to, it the to the list. Lord in prayer. Take, Take it, it to the Lord, Lord in prayer. <laughs> okay, well, that goes right into our topic. What is saving your life right now? And I think Fanny Pack is number one on your list now. Even if it was our, <laughs> even if it's what you're planning to share or not, it is now number one. So pop everything down in your Excel one. spreadsheet because that is now number one. Now number one. So, <laughs> gosh, I've I've thought long and hard about what are the things that are giving me life right now. And I feel like... Oh, I, first of all, we should just all celebrate to making it to December of this year. Um, I had a conversation with someone a couple weeks ago and said, I can't remember if we met at an event like in February or if it was seven years ago. (laughs) So I just, I feel like the first thing that's giving me life is just let's pause and acknowledge like we are here, we're alive, we have we have made it. We are making it. We have breath in our lungs. And yeah, then also, yeah. I don't know if this is like the escapist in me, but when when things are super hard, I'm definitely one to process, but I also just need lightness in my life. Yeah. I just, I've been, I mean, I, so one of those things is I love Justin Bieber. You do? I love him. Like even now as a grown oh, woman? 
Yes. Maybe even more so. I mean, I, and people are like, okay, gross. He's like 10 years younger than you. Do you have a crush on Justin Bieber? My love for Justin is not romantic. <laughs> I feel like Does he's this my extend little brother to Nick Jonas? I know it him. extends to Zach Efron. No. Does this love extend deep and no. wide? I mean, no, my, my love for Zach Efron is not a brotherly love. <laughs> <laughs> I have a romantic love for Zac Efron. Um, But Justin Bieber, I think he is such a precious head. I love him and Hailey Bieber together. I think they're the cutest thing ever. And his he when his last album came out, they did uh, a YouTube docuseries on him, which was amazing. And just in October, they launched another episode. And I just loved it. It okay. just brought me so much joy. I just need you to know the only Justin Bieber song I know is that baby, baby. That's the only, that's all I got. What? Girl, that's What only. about, there's gonna be one less lonely girl. Nope. What? Never heard. Oh, okay. Dead to me. Nothing. What? Nothing. Oh, I mean, my nothing. heart is bleeding right now. You, you know like, what though? He did do a crossover with Chance the Rapper and I remember briefly listening to that while I was working out. It came up on a playlist. He's done that's multiple it. songs with Chance the Rapper. So which, Rachel, okay, are listening. you talking Are you talking about his newest one, Holy? No, no, no. I, I did hear that actually. I take that back. I just heard that because the only reason I know of that song is because you posted about that's it. That's right. That's right. It, it was, he was on SNL and I'm like, they are straight up having church on SNL right now Aww. and I'm about to cry because my little baby brother Justin Bieber's doing so good <laughs> oh look at you rooting him on he needs you just, he needs yes. you in his corner cat <laughs> he needs you and God honestly me. sometimes I wonder you know and, and this is the cool thing about like God and prayer and you know spiritual realms is I wonder how many people are championing championing <laughs> whatever us on that we'll never know oh you know Amen. Like, and then sure there's those people- like me that signed that petition to send him back to canada so i'm glad what? we have a little bit of this and a little bit of that because we need it we need the both it's a both band we so, have detractors yeah. we have adders there we go i love that though <laughs> think of how many people are rooting you on and you don't even know think about that listeners know, be- think how many people are praying yeah. for you believing for you mm, that's beautiful i love because that the haters are loud right yeah, I mean, golly, they take our best energy. Loud, and it's easy for me. I, I had a mentor one time say you could have twenty three and a half hours of your day be incredible, and then thirty minutes of it be hard or painful, or a hater starts barking or whatever. And then when you look back on what your day was like yesterday, it's like all you can see is the negative. Yeah, and I want to just be the one that says, you know what, let's look at the other 23 and a half hours. Yeah. Yeah. And it's hard, but that shift is life-changing for your mental health, for your vision, for your confidence, for your self-esteem. It's so necessary. It's absolutely Mm. so necessary. Yeah. I will say, since you mentioned Justin Bieber, I am going to say Chance the Rapper is saving my life right now. Oh, like that is, thank you, yes. Barbara Brown Taylor, for that beautiful idea of what is saving our life right now, because mm. Chance is high up there on my list. Now, I'll, I'll let you know, listeners, I do not listen to Chance the Rapper with my children. That is not something I do. What? Unless, I don't know. There, he you has know, some good worship. He has like, how great is our God? Oh, yeah. I was about to give the caveat. Yep. There's a few, okay. few of his songs that I have on a gospel playlist, so my kids know that those mm. ones. Um, mm-hmm. and even like Sunday candy, I really like, but there's, there's some that are just totally fine. But then there's others. I will say my absolute favorite song, uh, like of 
the earth <laughs> of, yes. of mother earth is um after finish line oh, it's called drown it. and it's chance the rapper and kirk the kirk franklin and it's only it's at minute 358 of finish line and then he starts a whole new song yes it's not a separate song and i'm just like i just sit i just play it on repeat and i start at 358 when i just need some time with the lord it is it brings me into the throne room. It is just the most beautiful. And you got Kirk and his choir. Yeah. Me. Is it that part of the song? Yes. Yes. Oh, yes. That is like, oh, I'm like yeah. revival. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, so okay, good. Lord, you're here now. I hear you. It's good. Yes. We're going to make it. So why so, yeah, is he giving you life right now? Because I love his optimism. Mm. I love his hope. I love his commitment to justice. I love who he is and what his passion is. When he was radically saved, he, he, I mean, he's doing altar calls at his shows, girl. Like, he is no joke. Wait, I when just, was he saved? I did not know this. Oh, Chance the Rapper? Yeah, I remember yeah. on Instagram, he was like posting all the Priscilla Shire um, Bible studies he was going through. Like, it was so beautiful. What? Um, yeah. He raps about it in his music, but... Basically, his his girl got saved, and she was like, "I'm leaving unless you get right with the Lord." And he just had that come to Jesus moment. His current wife or his uh, well, his his, baby his mama from his that's previous. the same person. Oh, that's it is. Well, really? Yeah. yeah. Okay, I need to brush up on my chance facts. Yeah, I yeah, it's all that. the same. Same woman. So she prayed for him and was believing for him, and he. I know Kirk Franklin is a mentor to him. Like he is, it's beautiful. Wow. Beautiful. I love that. I love that. And you can see, you can see just joy on Chance the Rapper. Joy. I mean, I just, yeah, he's got joy. He's got brightness. I'm so glad. And he loves being a dad. It's good stuff. All right, sis, what else is saving your life right now? Okay. So, man, I would say we're going to get a little deeper right now. Is that okay? Get to it, girl. We're just getting to it. Because you know I love the Justin Beavers. Of course, I watched Emily in Paris this fall. Loved it, even <laughs> though it was so terrible and offensive. It I was just so needed, terrible. <laughs> I just needed something light in my life. Um, I love skincare. But I will say something that has personally brought me so... It's just been so validating and acknowledging in this season for me is... I, so I'm going to give you some context before I share what it is. I grew up in a home filled with addiction and dysfunction. And I've been honest on my podcast and on my platform about how my dad struggles with addiction and how hard and painful that has been in my life, my family, my story. And I think part of what is so hard about when you're walking through addiction is that unless you've experienced addiction, unless you've walked through it yourself, it's really hard to explain to other people what you're going through. And so people say really dumb things with good intentions. And recently, Dax Shepard, who is the host of Armchair Experts, married Mm -hmm. to Kristen Bell, he has had, a, I think, 16 years of sobriety under his belt. He's addicted to the same things that my dad also has been addicted to in his life. And he recently relapsed, which was so heartbreaking to hear about. Um, however, he talked about it. He talked about his relapse on his podcast. And it's it's the episode is called Day 7. And... It was so just honestly 
first of all, you never want anyone who struggles with addiction to relapse, right? right. Um, but just to hear someone's journey and someone being honest and someone being repentant and owning their stuff was so helpful. And my siblings and I are all in a group thread and we all just got to, we all shared it with each other and listened to it and then got to talk about it. And so I think there was just something really healing in my own heart to hear what his experience was like relapsing um, mm. as hard and painful as it was to hear about someone as a person who has like grown up with an addict in my life and experienced the pain of relapse so many times to be able to have just a public podcast to yeah. share with people who are like, I don't understand what you experience. I'm like, here, let me show you. I think that reminder that we're not alone, that you're, that someone else is struggling. Like there's so much comfort in that and knowing like, wow, this is hard for everyone. This Mm -hmm. isn't just an isolated experience, Mm -hmm. you know, with me or my family. And it's, I think it's so powerful to hear testimony, right? Even if it's in the middle, even if it's not all shiny and bright, but to hear an honest testimony is just, I think that can be downright life-giving. Yeah. And I think it, for me, it felt really humanizing and I, what I mean by that is when you see a public failure or, you know, when someone relapses or someone choose, doesn't choose the high road or whatever you want to call it, um, I think I've experienced so much anger in, in situations with my own dad. And rightfully so. We experience anger when a boundary has been violated. And, and that's it is okay to feel angry. <laughs> and in that... I think hearing Dax's story also helped humanize my own father. Yeah. Yeah. You know, of, wow, I think we all have addictions. I mean, it's probably safe to say at the end of a COVID year, we're all probably a little too addicted to our phones, (laughs) (laughs) to screen time, to social media. And yet different people's addictions have different layers of consequences. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, My answer is uh, adjacent of how I'm learning to process and humanize other people. Mm. Um, So it's very interesting that you came with that. Thank Mm. you for sharing that and your vulnerability and that. I really, um, we hold that in high regard. Mm. So my son, um, I love him so much. And he, my oldest, he's, he has some unique challenges to him and they can be very wearing. <laughs> Yesterday, he set um, a portion of the bathroom on fire. And then what? about an hour later, he had a little hammer that came with a paleontologist set and cracked into the marble on our countertop. No. And, yeah. So just some unique challenges. Um, and that was just in the span of an hour, Kat. Just, <laughs> so if you can imagine a week or a month, um, it's, it's, it's a lot. And it, uh, there's just some unique challenges there. So... Um, and it, the thing is, it's it's a it's a frontal cortex not understanding cause and effect. And I'm not giving him a free out here for his behavior. Don't get me wrong. Um, we we definitely talk about what's appropriate and what's not. But I think the for me the hyper vigilance that's necessary is pretty exhausting, as you can imagine. Yeah. Um, I mean, outright exhausting. And that and what happens is because you know at night sometimes I'm like, oh, I just want some time to myself. Um, sometimes I'll stay up too late or I'll, or I'll, you know, read and I'm like, oh, I should have gone to bed a half an hour ago. And then I'm not fresh for Mm. who my family needs me to be and what my work demands of me the next day. And that's just, I know 
that's we're guilty all all of us are guilty of that at some time or another just mm-hmm. you know staying up too late but absolutely what i've realized is as this precious soul is in my home to shepherd for every time that he maybe has a flub up and he's learning how to be right he's learning how to be he's becoming he's becoming human and who god designed him to be to celebrate and and bring to mind in my own heart even if i don't say it out loud most of the time i do of something that I love about him mm-hmm. or something to celebrate. Because when the constancy <laughs> of the day or the week or the month and of constant correction and, you know, of if it's, I mean, he, I've, I've shared this on Why Though before, but, you know, a couple, about six, seven months ago, he stuffed six months worth of school lunches down our ducks and we had to have pay a crazy amount of money to have PB and J's cleaned out of our ducks. You know, like it's just, just these things that you're like, wait, what is my life right now? And I love my kid. I love my kid. And so for me, I think what is saving my life right now is to love him and bring to mind so intentionally things when I'm about to lose it. Mm. We all have our moments when we're going to lose it. And so just how you said how it humanized your dad, that's my exact answer. I must humanize my son. I must, because I don't want to have so much resentment for his behavior. It's what he's done. It's not who he is. And so in that moment of just being like, I, I love you. And here's the reason why. I love your creativity. I love the way you smile. I love that mm-hmm. fill in the blank. Um, it has saved me. It saved me from wanting to lose it on him and mm-hmm. wanting to punish him for who he's done versus helping him process who he is. Um, it's kept me on the straight and narrow, especially when I could smell smoke. When yeah. all he was supposed to be doing was going to the bathroom. So, oh man, oh bless you, girl. I think even just as you're sharing that, I'm just, I just think of how. Isn't that, isn't that all of us though? Like yeah. every single day, like the chasm between like who we want to be and who we choose to be, mm-hmm. and just, I mean, I just, I think of the love of God for humanity, and just even in my own heart, I think this year has brought with it so much polarization and, and, you know, we, we don't even have to, we're not even getting into like the politics of everything that has gone down recently, but I've just been like, man, it's just easy to kind of point out like what someone else's faults are. And yet like God breathed the breath of life into humanity. And in that God said, all humans are made in his image. And all humans reflect his essence and who he is. And and so what does it look like to honor that in people? Yeah. And then and be like, wow, like, man, I F up, F up a million times a day. And yet God still is God still pursues. God still is calling forth in my life and and loving me and um, choosing me and is faithful. Um yeah, that it's just like it's a humbling reality. Yeah, like he doesn't and get just sick as you said, <laughs> it's reminding ourselves that these are image bearers, even if they've mm. taken something from us, right? Mm. Even if they've taken emotional well-being or they've affected us in some way, shape, or form, right? So, mm. although they've demanded X of us, they're still worthy of love. Mm. Although they have made us want to shake our hands and walk away, <laughs> they're still worthy of goodness and grace and mercy, just as we are. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's so beautiful. Uh, Kat, thank you so much for joining us on Why Though. We have been dreaming about having you on, and it worked out so, so perfectly. 
I want to take this next minute to share a little bit about your work. Kat, you have an incredible book coming out called Sexless in the City, as you mentioned earlier. And y'all, I've been recommending this book left, right, and center. (laughs) And this is a book for every woman in your life who is walking the walk and loving Jesus and actively waiting, actively, not patiently, actively waiting for that man. Mm. And and what does it look like to walk this out and also deal with what you've been taught if it's been a source of faulty ideology? So I just, I can't wait for this to be in your hands. Um, What what day does it hit bookstores, my friend? It's April 2021. So April, do you have the day? I, it's... It's changed a few times, but right now it's April 20th. So, um, it, oh, yes, 420. Perfect. 420. No one I was like, y'all that. know that's National Weed Day, right? <laughs> 420, People purchase really sexless in the that city. That is a, that's a good selling point. Please have that on right? all media and marketing materials. I oh, beg of yeah. you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, um, Kat. You're amazing. Thank you so much for joining us on Why Though. And to find out more about Kat, um, where she hangs out on Instagram and her handle and uh, maybe some freebies that she has for you, be sure and check those show notes. And we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Hey, listeners. Remember to subscribe and comment. It helps others to find the show. To learn more about Tiffany's writing, speaking, or books, visit tiffanybloom.com. To learn more about Ashley's writing, speaking, or books, visit ashabercrombie.org. See you next week.